Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Callan Drew with your sneak peek. At next week, episode number 380, where Drew and myself will call through comics originally releasing May 31st, 2017, the fifth week of May, and the final one before the summer months start. Drew, before we get into what's coming out in our local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, do we have any feedback or words from the listeners? Yeah, uh, we kind of knew this one was coming right after we did our little Eisner's uh, nomination. Is it hate because I knew very <laughs> little about anything? Well, it, it's it's reasoned hate. Uh, oh, you know. my my least favorite kind of hate. I like no. the passionate, out of control hate. No, the reasoned no, no. hate. That's not as fun. No, this is from Derek at uh, the Comics Alternative, and he's ah. he, he's not a hater. He's not a hater. So no, he, no, 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 no. He he just wanted to school us a little bit. So just listen to your latest episode um, where you reacted to the Eisner Awards, or maybe. Uh, you the show where you made a few comments about some of the nominations <laughs> and then skipped over the vast majority of other nominee, uh, nominees because you're unfamiliar with them. Fair enough. As you seem to point out every year, most of those nominated are outside of your wheelhouse and just aren't the kind of comics the two of you read. This is understandable since you focus on mainstream. Ooh, and I, and I include, sound like hipsters. Yeah, and I include Image, Dark Horse, and the like under mainstream designation. Uh, I would take issue with that because I think we are in the back half of a lot, a lot of the time. We're in the we're in the back half a lot um, of previews, but okay. Um, and um, there's nothing wrong with that. But those are exactly the kind of titles we tend to focus on at the Comics Alternative podcast. So tell your listeners if they want to hear a podcast that takes on this year's Eisner nom- Award nominees. They should listen for our upcoming episode where we focus exclusively on the nominations. Uh, that show will go up at the end of May. <laughs> Don't know why, but I thought you were going to say Manamanomination. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll discuss uh, the ins and outs of the year's nominations, include some of the issues or criticisms we may have with them. Um, sounds good. We always uh, we we actually plug the comics alternative while we're doing the Eisner's because we know you guys do such a Yeah, we job. normally do that, but I think we were a little ashamed of how little we knew we just kind of moved on in a hurry. We may not have done that this year. Yeah. Oh, and Kyle, Sunny Lou is not a she. Uh, I listened closely to make sure that I heard what I heard, and you called Sunny Lou a she, and he is a he. I am unaware of gender, and nowadays it's <laughs> best to just say she. I don't see gender. <laughs> nice. Um, we had uh, Chris Butcher wrote in and said, Hey, Kyle and Drew, what do you think about the rumors that Superboy Prime may be the one behind everything going on in the DC Universe and Rebirth? If that's true, is now the time to spec hard on DC Comics Presents 87? Thanks for the great content. So DC Comics Presents 87 is the first appearance of Superboy Prime, mm-hmm. and it is selling for 10 to $15 on eBay right now. So what do you think? Now is absolutely the time. You know, this is where you take those flyers. This is where you, you spec and you think about things, you tackle on things. And anything around the $10 mark is always worth jumping out and snagging one or two to be right on that wave. Um, man, everything I've looked at lately, everything I've sold and spec it's always been get in, get out early. Everything is tailing off at the end, and, and when final release happens, 
get in, get early, and ride the first wave and get out. So get them now, and then hope they spike to fifty bucks and sell them. As soon as you can make anything, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I was thinking that the um, Doctor Manhattan connection, uh, Osmandius connection, or whatever it is uh, that we're that we're seeing from from the Watchmen days was going to be the big key. Um, but yeah, Superboy Prime, you know, at the end of uh, the button, spoiler alert, um, we did get a we did get a Superman in- insignia, and people are ruminating that it is Superboy Prime over there. So it could be a, a Jonathan Kent tie-in as well. And um, that first appearance of Jonathan Kent is in Convergence number two, um, uh, which is hot garbage, and you could probably pick that up and bargain bins um for pretty reasonable as well mm-hmm. um so that's that's a that's also an opportunity um could be any of those buy them all yeah buy them all but that that watchman's going to be expensive too yeah um, that would be like issue one right of watchman yeah probably probably and super expensive <laughs> Uh, let's see. We have uh, um, Michael Lamb wants to know uh, what are your other seven weeks of vacation so he can plan accordingly and so that he knows there'll be no no podcast. Ironically enough, I have a chart, but uh, <laughs> there may be a few things we pick up and put on, and I'm sure my brother will do a solo cast here or there as well. So we we will be thinking of you yes. during some scheduling. Uh, Mike Michael Lim also suggests that perhaps uh, you camp at where there is Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's exactly the opposite of my camping agenda. <laughs> uh, he talks about Unholy Grail looking awesome. Alien Bounty Hunter from Vault looks like a good read, but it's a mini, so he's not Ooh. sure about spec value on that. Any thoughts on Unholy Grail or Alien Bounty Hunter? Uh, I usually shy away from the minis, but I've even broken my role in things like Green Valley and that. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody's looking for some really cool stuff now, so why not take a flyer? I've been I've been right a few times on if it looks cool, just yes. do it. Uh, Emilio Begnardi is defending Aaron uh, Aaron's podcast review that I guess I was harsh about because the guy's really upset. And, um, <laughs> um, so Emilio says, this is for the unworthy drew. Oh man. That hurts. Oh, That's harsh. I posted a review back in 2015 until this day. I never got a thank you <laughs> from drew who was pleading to get to 25. Either way, no hard feelings. Keep up the great job, Kyle. Yego. Ouch. I've been saying for years, Drew, just an ungrateful latch at times. Yeah. And we've unfortunately yeah. got to look past that. So um, we're going to go retcon this bad boy. And uh, Emilio uh, wrote, awesome podcast, five-star review, back November 9th, 2015. Uh, here's for Drew a five-star rating for you. I'm fairly new to the podcast, and I have to say I'm very thrilled I have found it. I found this show very informative and entertaining at the same time. I'm even going back and listening to previous casts I have missed. 
I can't thank you enough as a collector and speculator for the show. Keep up the awesome job both of you guys do. Well, thank you. Thank you, Emilio Bagnardi. We appreciate each and every one of our reviews, whether they be one star or five star, and uh, would never, ever take them for granted. Um, so please go to iTunes and uh, give us a, 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 a rating and a review, and we will we'll read them on the air, or we'll forget about them and miss them and read them two years later. I think this is a great idea. Since nobody is currently leaving us new reviews, let's do the retro review show where we just read old ones in order to cycle through and make it look like we have fresh reviews. I like it. I like it. This is this is good stuff. Um, uh, Michael uh, agrees with me. Uh, nope. Jeff, Lem- Jeff Lemire on Royal City and Black Hammer is far and away better writer than max landis ah that's not the only one wolf warner also says um uh, what's he say he says something great about me and something something great about what i said let me see yeah i'm sure yeah, yeah. uh jeff lemire for writer of the year black hammer uh love green valley but jeff lemire has too much heat right now that's from wolf Sorry, Max yeah, Landis. Yeah, put him in the same category of uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. And, no, no, no. Uh, no. I, I, I think our listeners are, are right on. Uh, they are siding with me. And look, I want to say that I'm a fan of Lemire. But, you know, Lemire's the, the third or fourth guy in your rotation. He's got a few solid innings in him. He gets the job done. <laughs> but he's not an ace. You don't trot him out. He's not selling tickets necessarily. Yeah. You know, I've only there's only been one thing I've purchased because of Lemire and it was a small green arrow run and I regretted that. that was but rough. I have legitimately went out for Max Landis things, enjoyed them and said that's all-star. That's a that's a cut above. Yes. Uh I don't know if you should trust our baseball references since we are both Reds fans. Ooh, hey, and hey, I'm having a good year. 3 games out, right? Yeah, not bad. It's not not bad. That's what that's what we that's what we've become. Hey, they're not out of it. Hey, hey, in, hey, we've yet to be May. mathematically eliminated. <laughs> uh, Michael Lim says, can you please explain to me how Deathstroke got nominated for Best Continuing Series? Really? <laughs> uh, I believe uh, Kyle and I felt um, exactly the same, and we're like, what did we miss? What has hap- what, what is up with Deathstroke, and how did it? Who? how much payola took place for that thing to get a nomination? Um, yeah, I'm at a loss on that one. Marvel adds yet another issue onto an event title. Uh, it's for Nick Spencer's Secret Empire. It is now up to 10. Um, Which means that last 10th issue will cost you $9.99. It will. And I wonder how far after the repercussion relaunch issues will have already launched so that (laughs) the new issues will have launched and we'll still be waiting for that last issue of oh i that's just going to be miserable building in the automatic two-month delay and the uh ruined crossover event this is just how we roll good stuff um column bun sold an exclusive variant for regression number one on his facebook page yesterday I missed out, but I hmm. want to see if more creators doing this in the future. Did you see that? I missed it. I totally missed that as well. 
Uh, Michael read Nam Wolf number one this week from Albatross Funny Books. Totally surprised that such an absurd premise could work. American soldier in Vietnam who's a werewolf causing havoc. Oh, <laughs> uh, I gotta check that out. That that sounds good. I know I have it on pre order and I was gonna say I saw it in the previews enough that I was it, like, I gotta have that. It's somewhere around. Uh, he says Aftershock Comics done away has done away with its one in ten incentive variants. Starting in May, all variants are now open order. Open to order. Yeah, I like I think, it. I think that's awesome. Possibly listening to retailers and or following DC Comics lead. Um, I think it works for DC. I'm scared it's not going to work as well for Aftershock. I think Aftershock should actually take a page out of Image's book and w- release the variant um, covers later in the cycle after the first after the final order cutoff has happened and then do a, uh, a previews plus ask for variant covers at that point, keeping them op- open to order like the image does. And then you get the add-on sales, but it doesn't cannibalize your existing pre-orders. I, I think that's brilliant. I really think that's a brilliant tactic. And um, I know there's there's been upticks in some of image titles because of it. And... Uh, folks just aren't editing their old orders back. Uh, they're just adding those on, and I am also guilty of that. I just add add those covers on and don't change my original orders of whatever I've ordered of of the image title. So I think I think that's the way to go. Nothing, nothing. You have nothing there. We've talked about this many a time, and that's the same opinion you've had forever. And uh, I wish they were easier to order. <laughs> Um, but it is what it is. It is. It is true. Uh, we missed the cutoff for Walking Dead's Pride Month covers. We Wait. had we had six <sighs> issues pro- locked and loaded to order for the Walking Dead, and we uh, were in in time. We were in in time, but it missed their cutoff for their final order cutoff at our, which is friggin' garbage. Yeah. So DCBS is good. No, they're Most not. Most of the time, but they're, they, they're they not, effed us they're on not, this one. No, they keep doing this. They're not changing with the times. They're not helping people out. They're just, yes. eh. Like, they're literally getting worse and worse every single time something different happens in the industry. They fall farther and farther behind. They're more and more difficult than just going to Midtown. True. The website. True. Uh... I missed this. Uh, Br- Briggsland Lone Wolves number two, which is coming in July, has a Fiona Staples cover. Did you know that? I did. Did we order any? I did. I don't think I did. I think I completely spaced on it. Hmm. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Briggsland Lone Wolves number two. Pre-order that Fiona Staples cover, because that's good stuff. And then uh, he also mentions there's a Centipede number one coming out uh, based on the video game and from writer uh, Max Bemis, who I love. And so I am all in on this. I'm getting not only the regular cover, I'm getting that video game cover too that has the classic Atari look to it. Nice. I'm psyched about that. That'll be fun. And it'll be a comic about (laughs) a centipede, which I spent a lot of quarters on back in the day. (laughs) I think that's it for feedback. 
So if you want to uh, shoot on over to Previews World, I'm ready to go. And I want to thank the listeners for uh, sending in their feedback via Twitter, Facebook, or to our Gmail account. And we invite every uh, one, excuse me, all of our other listeners to do the same. If there's something we're talking about here that you completely disagree with or agree with and want to chime in and say, hey, I agree with you, uh, feel free to shoot us a, one of those, you know, either an email, a Facebook, a tweet, or whatnot. We'd absolutely love to hear you from you. So let's over to previewsworld.com. We're going to be looking at May 31st, 2017. I'm going to click on Table View because Gallery View drives me up the wall. And Drew, let's start where we always start. Let's start in Dark Horse. It's the fifth week, so um, I'm guessing Slim Pickens, but we'll see. Yeah. We got Joe Golem, Occult Detective, Outer Dark. Not the first uh, volume of this. It is the first issue of this um, volume, though, and it's a Mike Mignola book. That uh, is three ninety nine. Um, so for Mignola fans, it'll be a big deal. I don't know if it's going to have any spec. Yeah, probably not. It's all I could find. All right. Dark Horse continues to have one or none for us. So let's move on down to DC. Whoa, DC shorter than I've seen in a long time. Yeah, um, we've got the um, Flash 23, which is uh, the Running Scared Prelude. Um, I don't know if it's going to touch on anything that happened in the but the button storyline or just um, pretend like it didn't happen at all. Uh, so I'm guessing that's I'm guessing it's a standalone mm-hmm. and won't have anything to do with the button at all. So less valuable. Do you like that variant at all? That variant cover? Nothing pops for me necessarily. Yeah. Trinity gets, gives us an annual for four ninety nine. You don't betray Ra's al Ghul and legendary sorceress Circle or Cirque Circe Circe, and just walk away. That's what Lex Luthor is about to learn the hard way. Now he has to unite with his former Justice League teammates if he wants to stay alive. Meanwhile, the Trinity fear is fear this ordeal will push Lex back. To the dark side, because we've had a pretty good Lex or a, a good guy Lex for a while. So, hmm. We've got uh, a Wonder Woman annual, um, written by a bunch of people. Rucka, Vita, Ayale, Michael Morikai, Jackson Lansing, with art by Claire Rowe, Stephanie Hans, Colin Kelly, David Fuente, and Nicola Scart. Scott cover that's uh, pretty nice. Yeah, a nice cover. I like that. It reminds me that I feel like I really missed the boat on those Jenny Frizen Wonder Woman covers. And oh my gosh. We took the week we took off. Did you see that friggin' one? Oh, so that good. That was the best one you had. It was amazing. So good. And uh, I, I missed the boat on that. But that's about it for DC. Kind of light. Well, we have the Teen Titans Lazarus Contract Special number one, which is the finale to the Lazarus Contract. Oh. The conclusion to the epic crossover is here, with consequences of which will be felt for years to come. What does the future hold for the Titans team after this game-changing run-in with their greatest enemy? Find out here as we set the stage for the next era of Titans, Teen Titans, and Eisner Deathstroke. Eisner, Eisner nominated Deathstroke. What is that? I don't know. I just How is that possible? Anything else? No. All right, let's head on down to IDW, who has a full slate for this fifth week. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Fold for I, some. It went to um, a second printing on the Star Trek Mirror Broken, number one, which I read um, and reviewed over at the comic book page at a recent weekly comic spotlight. I really liked it, man. Um, do you remember the original Star Trek series at all, Kyle? Did you mm, watch those? I, I've picked things up a couple times. I'm familiar with what a treble is and that. Thing. Yeah. Um, well, I'm more familiar with the next generation because of our father's obsession. Yeah, well, the in the original there was um, the uh, this episode where Spock had a goatee and he was like the evil Spock, and ah, there was an I evil Kirk, yeah. and and it kind of like was a trendsetter on all like when Shaggy on Scooby Doo had a, an evil twin and he had a goatee, you know, kind of so it kind of like that it set that trope up and and it's been copied a lot. Well, they're doing one of these for the next generation. And mm. it was really cool to see. So was it like Picard with hair? <laughs> uh, he had, I think he had a goatee. Okay, <laughs> just, just the darn facial hair. Yeah, he had the facial hair. Um, but there was an evil Data and an evil Geordi and an evil um, uh, the, the whole the whole gang the whole the whole crew. I love was, how you're out of names. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't a I was never a Next Generation person, so I'm not that familiar with them. I've seen a couple of episodes, and I know kind of who they are. An evil Wesley Crusher. That person I did not see. Oh. In the in the issue, but it, it was it was really really well done, and uh, I liked it, and it made me uh, it made me very happy. So uh, it it obviously made a lot of people happy because it sold out and is now going to a second printing. So um, it doesn't have an image, so probably a different cover. Maybe you've said that multiple times and been wrong. 80% Have I? Of the time. Yeah. So it's, it probably just has a different color scheme. Possible. Yep. Yeah. That's possible as well. But it was a good read. So um, if you if you just want to read it, uh, pick it up digitally and check that out because uh, it was fun. Are um, you going to finish the mini? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, very I, cool. I, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely in on this because, uh, well, I say that, but there's six issues, so it could go lousy in a couple. Mm, or yeah. skip a month and break the... Uh, Story momentum or whatnot. Exactly. But I plan to right now. Anything else in IDW? Nope. All right, let's head on down to Image. Uh, we've got the the not only the Spawn cover, but the black and white Spawn cover for Black Science number 30. They look pretty sweet. We, uh, we missed out on last week's Spawn cover, the 7 to Eternity Spawn cover, blue up and by blow up how much is that it was like 25 bucks man. like right off the bat man how do we yeah. do that uh, we got uh, Packless number one from Dustin Weaver who's doing art cover and writing do you expect accept the life you've been handed or do you step into the unknown even as it leads you into the shadows. In this new anthology series, uh, the characters in three mind-bending stories find themselves faced with the question. Uh, It's it's a $5.99 comic uh, that comes out on the 31st. What do we think about $6 comics? What do we think about anthologies, Kyle? 
we skip all of them because that's not how we want our comics to the trend to go. No, no. Oh, uh, wait, that's not right. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, we don't oh, like okay. we don't like them. We don't like them. We don't like six dollar comics. We don't like anthologies for the most part. As far as uh, sometimes they're fun to read, but they're never spec worthy. Yep. Well, hardly ever. Uh, Killer Be Killed number nine. Good book. Ed Brubaker, oh, Sean Phillips. I think I just finished seven, so oh. I, gotta, I gotta run. Out. I gotta catch up. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. You're well behind one. I'm always behind. I have to just sit down and like just comic it up for a while. I am current on Marvel and DC, but behind on everything else. That's yeah. sad, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we got Sex Criminals number nineteen. Um, everybody goes deeper, and no, for the first time, we do not mean it like that. The great fraction in Zadarsky. You were supposed to say that a little sexier than you did, but that's okay. Was I? Was I? Yeah. And then we've got an Annie Wu triple X variant, which I think I ordered. I may have gotten tired. I may have started to get tired of these. It's getting expensive because they've been coming out in regular succession, but I have been ordering duplicates of every triple X, one to open, one to keep bagged, and one regular cover eye. And you know what? There's nothing more fun than taking your triple X variant to the creator <laughs> at a convention and have having them sign it because it's usually a little uncomfortable. But Especially they have since fun with it. a lot of the kids in front are asking her to sign Squirrel Girl and here you are waiting for your your butthole picture to uh, be signed. <laughs> are you talking that you're talking about Erica I was yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's see, um what else we've got down here. Image plus 14, this is our final uh, Here Comes Negan or Here's Negan or yeah. look, look Who's Talking Negan, whatever it's called. Yeah. And pay attention because they're going to relaunch the second volume of Image Plus magazine um, with... I just read about this and I'm already... Are they going to renumber? Are we going back to one? Yeah, we're going back to one. <laughs> it's going to have a new Witches story in it by Scott Snyder and Jock. Oh, man, I love that. But and I don't want to buy these. And it's going to have um, a, a new Ed Pisker comic strip in it. So the guy that does Hip Hop Family Tree, which I love. Mm. They're going to balloon it up to 80 pages. And the first one is going to be free in your previews guide. So if you pre-order previews, uh, you'll get that first issue. And then... After that, they're going to go back up to one ninety nine, but at least, at least if you're getting previews anyway, make sure that you that it's in your it, that first one's in there. And uh, I wish it was ninety nine cents. If it was ninety nine cents, that's exactly the thing I was going in my head. If, if it was, was ninety nine cents, dollar, I'd swing it. But for two bucks, you are asking too much. Yeah, but it is it is fun. It is a. Fun, it isn't fun. It's a nice I don't fanzine. Sit down and read these. I don't. I read got them. comics to read, Drew. Comics. I don't read them either, as much as I'd like to. I do read the um, the here's Negan. Yeah, I enjoy that. But uh, I hopefully they'll collect that at some point. Besides just their image box. Yeah. Oh, when do the freaking crates come out? The mystery crates. Was that in May? No, I'd have heard about it. It's got to be June. Must be June, yeah. And um, we dev- we didn't we ended up not pa- not pulling the trigger on those, right? Couldn't find a deal that we liked. Yeah, way too much moolah. 
Anything else from Image? Set on down to Marvel. Got the first issue of Cable, and okay. uh, Cable's you know going to be in the new Deadpool movie, so they're capitalizing on that. Of course, it's written by James Robinson, and he's been very <laughs> uneven for me. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the Airboy. He did Image a lot, but I have not enjoyed much of his Marvel stuff. Uh, this is the art's going to be by Carlos Pacheco, with a cover by Dale Cohn, and uh, three ninety nine. It's got it. Looks kind of like it, like cable on there. So I've heard really good things about Deadpool versus Punisher. It's uh, fourth issue, written by Fred Van Lente with art by, from Pere Perez. I really Deadpool. like the the variant. It's nice. Yeah, uh, I really like the tagline. I just realized Deadpool has trouble being Frank, and Frank Hassel has trouble being dead. And I just thought that was funny. That's the tagline. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not much into Deadpool, but occasionally, occasionally mm-hmm. it's good. Hey, they've they've converted Man Thing uh, into a uh, miniseries. Wonder why? It, it was not, always a miniseries. It was not always a miniseries. How was, much money would you like to bet? It was pitched as an ongoing. How much money would you like to bet on how wrong you are? Back when it was uh, the number one issue was solicited, it was solicited as a five issue miniseries. Absolutely, it sure was. R.L. Stein, five issues. Mm, I don't remember that. Just because you don't remember it doesn't mean it didn't really happen. Well, whatever. <gasps> Ooh, we have a Moon Knight sighting, number fourteen. It's not dead yet. Uh, it's been. This is the end. This is the last one. Uh, Mark's past, present, and future collide in epic throwdown between Mark Spector and Konshu. Who will survive and what will be left of them? Written by Jeff Lemire with art by the great Greg Smallwood. And then then it fades into obscurity until the next time it gets relaunched. You sound so sad. And I am sad, man. I just always want to have a Moon Knight around. I, I, I think there should always be a Moon Knight in print. I don't disagree. What would you think of those first two Secret Empires? Did you read them yet? I'm not reading that crap. Oh, it's been good. It's been good. Um, now, will it continue to be good, and will it no. stick around too long and take too yes. long? To, yes, probably. But as with most Marvel events, the first two issues, pretty darn good. And here we have Secret Empire Uprising number one, written by Derek Landy, with art by Jossa, Joshua Kassara? Putting some heavy hitters on this big event there, Marvel. Way to way to step it up. Hey, at, in Spider-Gwen number 20, we have an appearance by Earth-65's Wolverine. I don't know if that person's ever been around before. I don't either, and I wonder if it's a chick. And so is Earth-65's Wolverine's first appearance in Spider-Gwen number 20 a big deal? Yes. Well, if it is... Spider-Gwen number 20, pick it up. Pick up a couple of them, just in case. Might as well. I mean, yeah, that's cool to have. So Darth Maul's selling well enough to go to a second printing. I um, This is the first Star Wars book I have skipped. and Really? Darth Maul is one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I think that's the difference between you and me. And second issue, also going into a second printing. So it's selling really well, and... Um, 
that's that's good for good for them. I I just missed I missed the boat. What don't what don't you like about Darth Maul? I I don't know. I have Do no you, idea. What, what I, I mean, Ray Park's a pretty cool guy. I never met the guy. I mean, uh, but you, he's at every convention I'm at. But I've the, never met him. The lightsaber has two sides. It, it it's like a you know. Yeah, he's not not my Star Wars. You know, I'm a, I'm an original trilogy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I do like Doc. I do like Doctor Afra. She's kind of cool, and she's I on her too, seventh. Right? Yeah. She's on her like seventh her. book. Screaming Citadel Part Three: The Queen's parasites are spreading. Things don't look good for Han. Where are we at? Doctor Afra Number Seven. Oh, that's the name of the storyline. Screaming Citadel. Okay. Yeah, that's the, that's that's what we're doing now. Screaming Citadel. Yeah, gotcha. We had that one shot, and now we have this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, old, let's see where Old Man Logan 24 is. The bo- the blockbuster climax to the epic past lives event. The event no true Wolverine fan wants to miss has all led to this moment. After reliving his very long life, Old Man Logan finds himself in the wastelands. But can he force himself to let history repeat itself? Um, uh, do we care about Old Man Logan? Isn't he just like a placeholder? More so well, than um, All New Wolverine? Uh, I see, like, All New Wolverine was supposed to be the placeholder, but I'm really enjoying it. And multiple times I've picked up Old Man Logan, and it's very, very well done. And it's 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 dark, and it's gritty, and it's it's good. But in the end, I don't think I care, because I think it'll fade into obscurity when it's all said and done. It yeah. won't really have meant anything. Yeah, I agree. Thanos, number seven. See Thanos as you've never seen him before. Powerless and alone. Aw. Cue the sad Hulk music. Anything else? Not in Marvel. Note to sell Spider-Gwen 20. All right. Let's head into the back half of the book. Let's look at our smaller publishers, our four or five ones, our black masks, our Oni presses, our Aftershocks. You want to explain to me why Saga is in this section? The 25-cent Saga? And not in, uh-huh. up in, in Image where it belongs? That is obscure. Yeah. That's not I'm cool. guessing preview screwed that up. So yeah. is is that out this week? Supposed to be. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'll buy it. Buy it for a quarter. Buy, 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 t- buy, buy four, four copies. Just give them a dollar plus whatever tax code you're in yes, and take four. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Titan's coming out with Blood Bowl, More Guts, More Glory, number one, a four-issue miniseries. Um... Written by Nick Kime, Jack Jadson, Nelson Pereira. Those names sound made up. Sandro Ribeiro. And uh, it's the most vicious and dangerous fantasy football te- tournament you will ever encounter. So there you go. Got that. Bring it all. But we also have Fisher number two from Vault Comics, who we're kind of excited about Vault because of the of the 10.0s that are coming back from uh, being graded and the fact that their books are pretty darn good. So written mm. by Tim Daniel with art by Patricio Del Pesce. Um, fissure number two. Hopefully you got fissure number one. Mm. Would you say fissure or fissure? 
Fissure. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Over at Space Goat Publishing, we have Heroines number one, written by Ted Nifa. Art and cover by guess it. Guess who? Ted Nifa. My name is Marcy Madison, and I'm here to save the world. Wait, wait, wait. Before you read this, Elizabeth, it's a $6 number one. Why do they do that? But it's oversized. I know, but it doesn't... I, I hate that. Okay. They're asking us to trust them with more than I'm willing to give. Yeah. You can't do that. can't do that. You want to give away some pages? I get you. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You, you But otherwise, just just put out a three ninety nine book. There we go. The aforementioned Nam Wolf number two from Albatross Funny Books releases, written by Fabian Wrangle with art by Logan Fairbear. 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 While locked in the brig, Marty learns of his legacy, which involves werewolf Nazi killers. I'm going to read that again just because I want to say werewolf Nazi killers. Meanwhile. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait a minute. Are the killers of Nazis werewolves? Or do they kill werewolves who are also Nazis? I believe it's a werewolf Nazi killer. So, okay. The werewolf is the Nazi killer. So the the werewolf kills Nazis. I'm hoping. Okay. Meanwhile, the Viet Cong have unleashed a monstrous creature of their own, also available with a limited edition cardstock. Mike Mignola, Hellboy cover. This is tough. This is a tough, tough week. Um... For massive spec opportunities. Is there anything else? Is that it? Oh, yeah, that is pretty I don't much see it. much anything else. Yeah. Snag Nam Wolf 2. You just got to. Yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to pick uh, Spider Gwen 20. I'm going to yep, say that. Yep, yep. Yeah, that there might be a. You know, I did, no, I did absolutely no research. So there mm-hmm. may have already been an Earth 65 Wolverine appearance somewhere, but um, if not, and it's a breakout, yeah, hear it here first. Mm-hmm. Spider Gwen number 20. Yeah, that's one worth snagging. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot more worth snagging. Nope. Uh, get that. Uh, get four sagas while you're there. Um, I don't know if Cable's going to be anything. I doubt it. I yeah I'm not thinking I I don't I'm not feeling that that strongly either, um, none of the DC stuff has anything, um, that image number one, packlist sounds awful and it's six dollars so mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that, you know I would always jump on that sex criminals, triple um, X variant, um, just for the fun of of meeting Annie Wu later and having her sign it because yeah. um, it's it's brilliantly awkward. Yep. We didn't talk about Little Nightmares, did we? Did we talk about Little Nightmares? Eh, it's kind of a kid's book. Oh, yeah? John Shackelford. Yeah, I don't see it too all out there. The, the cover? I mean, the cover looked kitty to me. Maybe it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Got a video game cover. Yeah, I'm, I'm out on that one. So, yeah. Uh, feel free to skip the shop. Snag Namwolf. Uh, snag, Sp- what was it? Spider-Gwen. Mm-hmm. Um, load up on Saga. And... I mean, there's a new Dollface, Dollface yeah. 5. Killer be killed worth reading. Yeah. Buy me the Revival Deluxe hardcover. I would like that as well. Um, our, our, oh, just the Jenny Frizen covers alone are worth that. 
Huh, great stuff, man. Great stuff. I mean, for a fifth week, we didn't have too much of a crazy down week, um, but just not a ton of spec necessarily I see yeah. here. Next week's going to be crazy because yeah. it's the month before um, con Comic season con. Yeah, and, and San Diego's in July. So June, July is going to be just jam-packed full of stuff. Mm-hmm. It'll be exciting. Kyle will probably but, be on vacation, but... I do have a few scheduled. <laughs> but for now, Drew and myself want to thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with us through our sneak peek at next week for May 31st, 2017, our 380th episode. Of course, like we said before, you can catch us at comicsfunprofit.com. There's links to our Gmails, our Facebooks, and our Twitters. Feel free to drop a slide and say, hey, this may have been a low fifth week, but this, this, and this were the actual things we should have went in and grabbed. We'd love to hear from you. So thank you so much once again for Drew and for myself. See ya.